a very good morning to you on this special day, our national day, in fact. It's the big screen across the way, which is showing the bands marching up. Slatus Billyakin Kunli, Yaskin, Bihi Shakja. Followed by the flag bearers of Corson. Takes a small bow before the Lieutenant Governor. And to witness the captioning of the acts just promulgated. These are the sounds of Tinwald Day. A day of ceremony. A day of pride. A day off school. How much do our young people, my peers, know about the Manx political system? How much do they care? And crucially, what does this mean for the future? I'm William King, and I've spoken to sick formers and politicians here to find out. For this documentary, I want to find out how much sick formers, who are voters here, know about politics on the Isle of Man. To start, I had a look around the Manx Radio archives and saw that before the election in 2016, Michelle Jamieson asked sick formers if they were going to vote. I asked Michelle what she found out. It was really interesting because I started doing this programme in the summer before I left for university. And I have to say that the majority of people that I spoke to were unsure whether they'd vote or weren't really sure whether if they did vote, if they had the right information out there to cast the right vote. Saying that, there were people I did speak to who had a lot of knowledge about the subjects. They knew about who their MHKs were, who was putting themselves up for election, and they they were excited about casting a vote. Do you think anything will have changed when I go out and speak to people? Do you think people will have more of an idea now? Do you think anything's been done to see and try and get young people more involved and alert? I'd like to think so. When I spoke to a lot of the... Uh, people in charge of encouraging young people to vote and on the island. Yeah. I think there really was a big movement into trying to encourage people to vote. I think the MHKs that have recently been elected on the island are a step in the right direction. And I would also question whether Brexit and the negotiations with Brexit have stirred something more in young people and made them realise how important it is to vote. Michelle Jamieson there. She thinks that the MHKs who were elected in 2016 are a step in the right direction to getting young people to vote. In preparation for this programme, I did a survey with 254 16 and 17 year olds on the island. 22% could name both of their MHKs. 34% could name the Chief Minister. 89% could name the Prime Minister of the UK. And 95% could name the US President. 51% have not heard a Manx politician speak in the last 12 months, and 57% of that 254 plan to use their vote in 2021. So, a reminder, 22% could name both MHKs, and 34% could name the Chief Minister. I spoke to Howard Quayle, the Chief Minister, and started by asking him if he had much interaction with politics when he was at school. Well, we didn't have much communication with politicians for for a start. Okay, they might come along to y your school and hand out mm. 
a coin or do a prize giving speech etc but you you never had the opportunity to have a, a, a detailed talk with them about the island and, and what was happening and that's something I've tried to do differently as chief minister I've, I've offered all secondary schools the chance that if they want I'm happy to go and give a chat with sick formers and I, I was down a few months ago with Ramsey Grammar School where I had a great time down there really enjoyed it sadly no other schools have have taken me up on, on the offer and you've got to be so careful as a politician you don't want to be accused of trying to force politics onto the pupils but but equally it's important that they understand what's going on okay so you're out there you're trying to speak to the young people what is the government actually doing at the minute which would make a 16 year old think oh actually i'm quite interested in that because maybe if if that was advertised a bit more if the young people had more access to that would they not be more inclined to maybe ask their teachers when are we going to get to see the chief minister you yeah, i suppose it's all about communications isn't it we, we obviously we have junior timbald and that's a massive success where we have all the secondary schools coming along to, it's normally the week after timbald in in july and those that come along i think really enjoy themselves and, and find it really useful but that's only once a year would another problem be with Junior Timwell? You get a sort of student going to Junior Timwell, the type of person who's probably already got a bit of interest. Is there not another thing you could do to maybe try and enrich some other students? We've come back full circle to the fact that it would be nice if politicians can go into the schools mm. and, and speak with all the students. It's the decision of the students and the head teachers. Politicians can't say, we are coming to see you. They've got to be invited. So I come back to the question of... What actually is there going on at the minute which young people would want to show an interest in and should show an interest in? Well, if you look at public sector pensions, there has been a liability of billions growing of people's pensions that have worked for government. And government had a pot of money put aside for that, but it wasn't enough. And that pot of money runs out in 2022. So it will be your generation for the, for the next 20 years who will be paying off through their taxes that amount of money you've got environmental issues you've got discussions on we're going out for consultation on education grants etc so these are all things that are relevant for those of you wanting to go off to university and, and getting your feedback is absolutely key so do you think if i go out and speak to the schools next and i say the chief minister's offered to you why haven't you said yes what are they going to say to that, do you think? Why, why don't the schools want you to... Well, on? I have to say, I'm, I regularly go to some schools. I'm doing my best and I am being invited, so I don't want to think I'm not, I'm not being invited to schools, mm. but it's that time with the, with the sick formers that I'm really looking for. Equally, I, I'm aware that I have three, three children, a 27-year-old, a 20-year-old and a 17-year-old, and I'm key when I ask them, how do you communicate, how do you get your news, what's going on, etc., it's not through a radio station, it's not through the newspapers, it's it's social media. So do you use social media and interact with young people on there? No, I, I have, well, I, I have to say that's probably... An, I tweet, so that's something regularly I let people know who I'm meeting, mm. what, what I've done, so I suppose you could say, yes, I do, actually. Two sick formers who live in Russian are Molly and Ollie. Do you know the name of your MHKs? Uh, and Watterson. Yeah, and there'll be another one. Michelle Haywood. Probably. Michelle Haywood is the chairman of Ports America Commissioners, so 
That's interesting, actually, because that shows that there's a basic knowledge of understanding. Molly, which constituency do you live in? I'm also Russian. Also Russian. And so, as Ollie said, Jim Watterson's on your image case. Can you name the other one? Uh, no, I only know Jim Watson. What about the chief minister? Is he, like, something quail? Is that he right? Is. Yeah, uh, Ollie, well, I don't know the first do name. Wanna, do you want to guess his first name? <laughs> David. It's not, no, it's Howard Quayle. See, this is the thing, you see, there's a basic level of understanding which suggests to me that maybe you want to know a bit more, but maybe there's a limit. What, what would you say to that? I mean, it's a bit of a loaded question. No, I, think, I think we should know, because it's like we live on the Isle of Man, so like, it should be something that we should know, but like, there's nothing about it in school, you don't get educated about it at all. So. Do you want to learn about it? Um, it's not really made to seem that interesting, so it would be nice to know, but it's not inviting to know about it. This evening in Castletown, there is a budget meeting. The Treasury Minister is a man called Alfred Cannon. He's going to be basically speaking to the people and getting questions on the budget. Either of you planning to go? Definitely not. No. no I don't even know who that is. Didn't even hear about it. I don't even know what the budget's for. No. I'm pretty sure that funding for a new Castle Russian high school is going to be included, and but it's just something you're not interested in or... Well, the, like, us as students from Castle Russian, we don't really get told much about what's happening with the new school. We don't really have much of a, like, a say or an information about it other than there being a new one and it being at the bottom of the field. Is that something you would like, more engagement in? Oh god, yeah, definitely. And if, like, I think if we had more engagement then, going to meetings and stuff would be a bit more accessible. The voices of two of my peers, Molly and Ollie there. I asked Graham Cajeen if the Department of Education, Sport and Culture educate people here about politics. They do, um, you know, all the way at Key Stage 1 and 2, they start it off, they do citizenship, uh, visits t to uh, the Keys and Tinwald, so they're all funded through education and the Tinwald office. Um, we've been in discussions with uh, Mr Speaker and Mr President about how we can actually increase that uh, collaboration. So what actually is there at the minute going on in the parliament would you say that is there to interest young people for for my department yeah, education sport and culture you know a lot of the sports things that we're involved in you know the new castle russian high school that we're coming forward with, i would hope that would be of interest to to uh, sort of students into the future for the for the south about what the facilities are going to be how we're trying to improve it get that engagement regarding sports facilities you know whether we have a swimming pool here or not you know uh, what type of classrooms vocational qualifications i would hope that those sort of things would be of interest to Jewan Watterson is the Speaker of the House of Keys. I asked him the same question I asked Howard Quayle, if he'd been interested with politics as a 16-year-old. Um, just background awareness, I would go to Tinwell Day, I would be generally aware of what was going on, but not really. It was only when I took part in Junior Tinwald in the sixth form that that really sort of sparked something within me to sort of get more involved. Castle should have been assigned to uh, take forward the motion. It was actually about proposing the energy from waste facility that we needed one on the Isle of Man. And so uh, Beth Espy and I were, were dispatched off to go and research the topic and do the speeches to propose it and uh, make sure that we'd done all our research. So you believe Junior Timwald is a, 
a good thing for getting young people involved with politics? Well, I think it's a, a vital forum um, for making people not just aware of Tin or the institution, what we do, but also to engage with the issues. So I think it's, it's a fantastic opportunity for those who are interested in politics to really take it to that next level, to do their own research, to get involved. Would you not say, though, that Junior Timwald is only something that happens one day a year? There could be more done to encourage young people to interact with politics here, would you say? There is, and, and there is perhaps more that goes on as well. And certainly since I've been here and, and the, the five years before that, all the members of schools in Russian have been taken round at, at year six and have had the tour and have been able to do a scripted session to sort of make them vaguely aware of what we do here. That doesn't happen across all the schools around the island uniformly. It's very much dependent on the members in those areas to do it, but I would encourage schools to engage with members to, if they want to do that, to build that into the curriculum at, at year six. We have tried over the years to do more with young people and with schools. The curriculum is, however, extremely pressured and actually trying to get um, young people, especially around the time when they, we want them to start engaging in politics, that's them into exams. And there's no exam in Tinwald, so if there's no exam, then there's possibly not quite the same motivation um, for the, the teaching staff. I think it's fantastic in terms of life skills and certainly um, people will be pushing at an open door with us here in Tinwald if they wanted to, um, to do more with young people. Do you think the young people here actually care about politics? I think you'll find that that is pretty reflective of the adult population. There are those who are absolutely into it. They follow everything. They, you know, they want to know the ins and outs. And there are those who just let it pass them by and don't feel it really has a big effect on their everyday life. What legislation or policy at the minute actually in the, the Keys, the Council, the Timwald Court, what actually is there that should interest young people? Well, I think some of the most engaging bills that we've got at the moment are private members' bills. Um, the abortion reform bill, um, which I think will have a, have an interest or should gain an interest amongst young people of both genders. But also um, Martin Perkins has leave to introduce an organ donation bill. These are things that are inherently personal matters of conscience. And, and if they don't make people think, stop and think and uh, engage in the people who are making decisions on their behalf, I, I don't know what will. Jerome Watterson there, he is most definitely a strong advocate of Junior Timwald, and he does agree that there could be more done to engage young people with politics. Matthew Swift is a sixth former at Castle Russian who took part in Junior Timwald. I asked him what he thought of the initiative. I think it was great. I think it was a great way for young people to be engaged in Max politics and to know the ins and outs of the goings-on at Timwald. It was also a good way to enforce what Manx politics itself is actually really like and how they can improve their debating skills, their sp uh, personal speaking skills and also how to formulate an argument. Was there anything that you thought could have been improved? Well, personally, I'd like to just see more things like it, just having it on a continuous basis. So let's say more Manx politicians, so perhaps the local MHKs of Castletown, to come into their, their local schools and give talks or perhaps they should set up actual political clubs so we can debate the things that are going on in Timbalt. Now, the members I've spoken to have said that they want to come into schools, but in some cases, MHKs aren't actually allowed into a school without being invited, because otherwise it's like electioneering, for example. What Do you think that's a good policy to have? There? I, I, I think that's silly, to be honest. I think they should be able to come in, because why, why shouldn't they? 
the people in schools now, they'll be their future voters. Mm. They should be able to talk to the young people and ask what they want. Do you see young people up in the sixth form talking about the politics or anything? Well, my personal friendship, we do. Mm. We do talk about politics. We have a wide range of political views. But overall, I think that there is, it's there, but it's not their majority. I just think the other people that are not particularly interested in politics need a bit of a nudge. And who's going to nudge them, Matthew? Is it going to be you? Is it going to be me? Oh, I try. I've tried, but no. I think we need people who are involved in politics personally, Mm. such as the MHKs, or even um, just people working at Tinwald, Mm. like clerks and all that. So anyone involved in Tinwald can give them a good head start. Two years ago, Kate Beecroft raised the motion that Manx politics should be taught in schools from the age of 14. Now, when she raised it, an amendment was made, but this meant that her original motion and the sentiment of teaching politics in schools from age 14 did not carry. Noah Bovenizer is a sixth former at Ramsey Grammar School. I asked him if he thinks that teaching politics from the age of 14 is a good idea. Um, I think it's definitely an interesting idea. I'm not 100% sure how that would work, if it would be alongside or if you dial back something else to fit it in, because it already is from age 14 is just before GCSEs, so it's already pretty packed what people are doing. What happened next was that the education minister at the time, Tim Cruckle, amended the emotion and it then read that Tinwald continues to support the work undertaken by the Department of Education and Children and the clerk of Tinwald's office in educating and engaging young people in the Manx political system. So that amendment carried and then the motion was supported by all the members. So... Do you think that they are already doing enough to engage Manx people? I don't know when you can say enough is what is enough, but for me, from my experience, I've had a few lessons here and there in our kind of general slot we have every Wednesday about Manx politics, nothing too deep, and I don't remember it exactly being that informative. But And you're doing an A-level in politics, aren't you, as well? Yes, I'm doing A-level now, but obviously with that being a national or international board it's there's no marks for writing anything about manx politics it's not part of the degree so it would almost be for lack of a better way of saying it it would almost be a waste of time to learn about it in that lesson because it's just not on the exam Noah Bovenizer there when can you say enough is enough I put it to Mrs Beecroft that her original motion did not carry no it didn't I was very disappointed actually in it because We have to find ways of engaging more with our young people on the island. And somebody my age is not going to know how to do it. So I sort of teamed up with a young man uh, who did all the research into it. And this was the one thing that was sort of like the bedrock of getting people interested in it. First of all, you have to know how it works. So that was his recommendation because they've got the vote at 16, but they've got no preparation for it. You don't know how something works when you leave school and then life gets in the way and you're busy working and having families and getting mortgages and things. All of a sudden, you realise you don't actually know how it works, but you feel a bit foolish to ask then. So what happened was an amendment was made by the Department of Education um, saying that we already supported the work that went on. Do you support the work that goes on? Well, yeah, of course you do. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the work that they're doing, but I just don't think it was going far enough. Or, as I said, the young people who spoke to the young man who was helping me didn't think it was going far enough. They wanted to know more. When the motion didn't carry, though, did you not 
think, OK, this hasn't carried, I can take this into my own hands. I'll go and speak to the young people and teach them how this system works. Well, how would you do that? I mean, we can't just go into schools and do things like that. We were talking about this in Women in Politics. Now, things may be changing now, but certainly a number of years ago, we asked uh, one of the schools if we could put in survey forms so we could find out what it was that young people were interested in. And they said no, because obviously there could be a political bias. And we said, well, we won't put anything on the forms apart from the question. Who's we? Sorry, is this... This is Liberal, liberal Vanin, yeah. yeah. And the school said, no, you can't go into schools unless you're invited in. MLCs can, but MHKs can't because it's, it's giving an unfair advantage, if you like, possibly. I can see why there is difficulty with that, which is why we thought it should be taught in schools themselves. So would you try again to get politics to be taught in schools? Because it's worth remembering the politicians who are in the House now are a different group of people. They are very different. Uh, Maybe there's a sort of a sea change happening about a number of issues. Uh, it, It certainly is worth trying again. Would you try again? Yeah. As we've heard from Mrs Beecroft and Howard Quayle, some MHKs feel like they can't go into schools without being invited. I put this to the Minister for Education, Graham Crajean. Well, it's up to the schools. You know, they, they can go into the schools. They can make appointments to go into the schools. But I think the, the issue that you've got is that it's trying to get time in the timetable to be able to address people on, on certain topics. Because they were suggesting that it was partially like electioneering was the word that was used. Um, if you've got an MHK going in to speak to a group of students, that that wouldn't be fair. Do, do you see... Is that something that the department advises? No, it's not. Um, I think one of the issues that you've got is when it's coming up to an election, that if the, if the then sitting politicians are then just going in on their own, that could be seen as, as, as electioneering. But I think over the period of times that uh, uh, in the recent years, we've been going in, say, with the coins and uh, with the commemoration of uh, directly elected House of Keys, that's been different, so it's got that engagement. As I have mentioned, when putting this programme together, I did a survey with 254 Manx sixth formers, that's 16 and 17-year-olds. One in five could name both MHKs, one third could name the Chief Minister, one half have not heard a Manx politician speak in the last year, and 57% plan to use their vote in 2021. I put these figures to various people who I've spoken to already, starting with Howard Quayle. One of the questions was, if you can, name the Chief Minister of the Isle of Man. 34% said Howard Quayle, 4% put Alan Bell, and the rest didn't know. So, effectively, 66% of young people didn't know that you were the Chief Minister. I used to do what's known as the Stubbs Quiz at the Young Farmers, and I used to always give them a round of Timwell questions Quite a few of them didn't know who their local MHK was, let alone who the chief minister was. So th- these are areas that we we really have to improve, and I think that's why I've offered to go around the sixth form of um, each of the s- secondary schools on the Isle of Man. To... And you say only one sixth form has accepted that? Yeah, I, I let it be known to, to all the head teachers that I was happy to come along and have a chat it's got to be two-way. I'm here offering to, to come along and have a warts and all chat, but they've got to invite me because I, I can't force myself on them. The Chief Minister there. I put it to Jim Watterson that only one-fifth of sick formers can name both of their MHKs. 
I think what, what would really put that figure into context is if you asked 250 adults, what, what the, would the response be there? I mean, we look at the fact that two-thirds of people vote. So if this survey was done now two years out from the last election and three years to go to the next one, it might be that 16- and 17-year-olds haven't engaged. They certainly may not have had the reason to engage last time because they wouldn't have been voting. So, yeah, I would say there's, there's definitely more to do. And there's a great willingness, certainly in this building, to, to do more, to, to reach out. So, such as, what, what are you trying to do that will grab the young people's attention? Well, one of the things that we, we did talk about trying to do was about actually sort of trying to take it a step further, not just about the parliament, but also trying to get them involved slightly more in the operation of government and to actually have a workshop where members of Junior Tinwood would then be brought in, would be briefed by officers um, in the work of a particular department, and then would go out to Junior Tinwood and act as the minister and the members of, of the department. So that would take them another step deeper into, into the world of parliament and government. I also put this to Kate Beecroft. 22% could name both of their MHKs. Wow, which, that's good. Yeah, do you think? Yeah. I'm surprised at the amount, actually. Okay. I mean, it's disappointingly low yeah. because everybody should be, know that. Mm. Um, but then a lot of people don't. And I'm, I sort of take heart at the fact that 22% did know. That's really good. A positive Kate Beecroft there. I also asked Graham Crajean for his thoughts on this figure that only one-fifth of Manx sixth formers can name their MHKs. I think previously, um, when the elections were in November, mm-hmm. uh, when I first got elected in 2006, we came to Castle Russian High School, all the candidates, and we were able to debate in front of uh, the students here. I think with the election being in September now, mm-hmm. it makes it more difficult because you're in that process. And what we found uh, was that... When you start to engage with with, uh, younger people, that sometimes it was too late to get themselves registered to be able to to vote. But election time isn't the only time to interact with young people or the electorate. No, but that's what I'm saying. When it came around to the first time that I was elected, that we actually got that first bit of engagement. Um, I think now the number of visits that politicians do to schools because of events has increased a lot, so there's a bit more engagement there. Well, one of the questions on my survey was, in fact, in the last 12 months, how many times have you heard a Manx politician speak? And roughly half said not at all. I don't think they're listening to Manx Radio, then. Well, it's not Manx Radio's job, necessarily, is it? It's, uh... Well, well, well is, is that what, in, through the media, or are they talking about, have they actually uh, spoken to a politician? Have they been out somewhere? Well, I left that open to um, whether people would interpret it as on video, on, on the radio or in person. I think Manx Radio's demographics are, are for an older generation. I think if you're looking through for younger generations, it's probably the, either of the other two or more UK-based radio stations. So, so you've got that difficulty about how do you interact. OK, so do, do you think over the next few years we might see... These numbers go up, more people will have heard Manx politicians speak, more people will know who their MHKs are if I was to go out in three years' time and do the same survey? I would hope so. Um, But the the issue that you've got is that you've got to get the people engaged in it as well. So it's got to be something that's of interest to them. I don't deny that there are initiatives to get young people involved with politics. Junior Timwald is the main example, of course. During the course of making this programme, I've been keeping my ears open to things which involved young people and politics. I'm aware that Amy Bennett, a QE2 sixth former, is looking to set up a youth assembly. 
When speaking to Kate Beecroft, she was telling me that there's going to be a relaunch of Lib Vanin, which could include a youth branch. Additionally, some Tinwood members are looking at setting up their own youth assembly. Port Mary commissioners have announced that they want more influence from young people in their meetings. These initiatives could all be great for encouraging sick formers and 16 and 17 year olds to take part in politics here. There is a disconnect between politicians and school students. Maybe this is natural. Maybe it's okay. The line that people only engage in politics when it affects them is used too much. Politics does affect people, and people of all ages must be aware of this. If you want to comment on anything raised during the last half hour, please contact me through Manx Radio. Good morning.